0: What's up, Ego Hackers? It's CS Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode for season 21. This is episode 14, How to Social Engineer ISFJs. And uh, I am joined today by my live studio audience uh, known as uh, Chloe the Cat, who is just lounging about cute-like, nice uh, gray tabby Siamese mixture with blonde highlights. Fantastic little kitty, if I do say so myself. She is an ESFJ, by the way. If you'd like to check out or learn more about my ESFJ cat, you can find out at uh, my Instagram, uh, which is uh, at uh, at cs.joseph on Instagram. And I have a post about my cat there and you can learn all about my cat. And while you're at it, why don't you just like, you know, follow the Instagram. That way uh, we can continue to produce additional content, earn collaborations, you know, make a little bit of additional money and cash flow to help keep the lights on here because, God knows I'm not getting paid to do this. Uh, so, you know, other people are getting paid to, to, uh, to help me do this, even though, like, I don't make any money on this company whatsoever. So, uh, thank you all for your continued financial support, especially those patrons out there. And if you want to know more about Patreon, do go to patreon.com forward slash to learn how you can contribute to the community. So, anyway, commercial over. I uh, wasn't actually intending on doing a commercial, but fair enough how to social engineer ISFJs. And gosh, I'm really hoping the camera just just decides to like not break down on me right now, but for some reason it has been having that attitude with me today. Uh, So who knows, hopefully we can actually get through this lecture all the way through. So be that as it may, the ISFJ archetype, it is behind the scenes interaction style, which means it is informative, responding, control. And uh, control basically is a very outcome focused uh, and because they're very outcome focused, whereas more of movement is process focused, an outcome focused person who is control, they end up taking a lot more time to get things done. The reason why they end up taking a lot more time to get things done is because, well, it's, it's kind of, uh, uh, they have to develop their own process or met- methodology or way of doing things for every single goal or outcome they have. Whereas a movement person just has one master process that they can apply to any goal, basically. And that's why they're able to move through completing tasks or goals relatively quickly, right? And that's how that works, like mechanically speaking. Uh, they are they are responding, so they are introverts. Introverts prefer people to come to them for things instead of them going to other people. They don't like having to initiate with other human beings. They want human beings to come to them for information. So that's what responding is. And they are informative. Direct, uh, direct person chooses their role in the conversation. Uh, they are all about um, you know, and they're very directive, uh, giving, they, they'll bark out orders to or just say like, hey, you know, I, or, uh, I'm going to go buy a car or go buy that car, et cetera. Instead of saying, you know, um, instead of saying we need to buy a car, right? We need to buy a car. It could be interpreted in multiple ways. They're allowing the other person to choose, the, choose their role in the conversation. Whereas the director person is saying, just go buy a car. We need a car, so go buy it. Like there's an action or a command or a mandate attached to it with someone who is direct. Whereas, uh, and, then, and because of that, there's not very, any there's no reason to have like a volume of words. I mean, there's like a volume of words coming out of my mouth right now. And that's like, because like, you know, I am informative, et cetera. And I'm informing you right now in this audience. Although I can be direct and I can be direct with my TI parent because TI itself is a very direct function when it's by itself, right? Well, ISFJs have TI child and while INFJs also have TI child, and INFJs are direct, ISFJs are not. And the reason why is because they have an inferior combined with extroverted feeling parent, They're both in their pessimistic slots, which makes them informative, right? Because it's more of a passive role instead of an active role. Active communication is direct. Passive communication is informative. Yang communication is direct. Yin communication is informative just to give you guys a little bit of difference. Combine informative, responding, and control as an interaction style, these types are behind the scenes and they are very much in the shadows at all times. In fact, their comfort zone is in darkness. Their comfort zone is in the shadows, to be in the background, to not be in the foreground, right? Although interestingly enough, the one type that is most useful for, uh, for uh, the social engineering I- ISFJs just happens to be the type that likes to be in the foreground the most. I mean, you know the ISFJ likes to be in the background the most, so it's kind of an interesting hypocritical uh, dichotomy or microcosm that you can you can notice the difference. It's like a little internal hypocrisy with the ISFJ type, is that you know they they, they go or can be social engineered or very manipulated by people who are in the foreground, etc. Versus people who are not because they are in the background. They're trying to defend the ideal or the defend the idea or defend the performance or defend the belief system of the person in the foreground while they remain in the background because that's what isfjs are folks they are enforcers they are enforcers they are defenders they are social justice warriors they're all about social justice now i get that you can make the argument that nf types nfjs and nfps are the social justice warrior types and i guess the nf uh uh, temperament itself represents uh you know the idealists it represents the communists of the world but uh, whereas the uh, SJs are more authoritarian, um, and that's where you get the authoritarian left and the authoritarian right, it's because of the affiliative SJs. Uh, so temperament speaking, you know, in terms of the ISFJ, they're the guardians, they are past-focused, they're duty-based, they're protectors, focused on safety. And that's why their biggest uh, uh, you know, vice is fear, but their greatest strength, their greatest virtue is faith. ISFJs are all about faith and being faith-driven. But the problem is with them being so faith driven, they have this thing known as TE trickster and TE trickster really screws over ISFJs consistently because ISFJs have this problem like INFJs that they can just believe about literally everything and it's like the most annoying thing in the world. They literally can believe anything. And for some reason, they have TI child, which exists to you know verify everyone's beliefs and trust what people say and then verify just in case. But for some reason, the ISFJ, ISI hero makes them too lazy to do it. And it's only as a result of maturity and developing self-discipline do they actually take the time to verify what somebody is telling them. So they do not take what somebody is telling them at face value. That's the problem with ISFJs in this society is that they take what's told to them at face value, just like INFJs can, until they learn how to discipline themselves in the same ways INFJs need to learn to have the willpower, the desire to actually verify what's being said to them. That way they are not at risk of running with some stupid church doctrine or some stupid tradition, you know, like, Because let's be honest, guardians out there, all you SJs, oh, it's very sensible to follow tradition. Trust me, tradition is fantastic. Let me tell you something about tradition. Tradition is the corpse of wisdom, okay? Or as Railgun would say, Railgun is my girlfriend, uh, as Railgun would say, it's peer pressure from dead people. Gosh, that's awesome. But yeah, like seriously, Railgun's right about this. It's peer pressure from dead people, okay? Stop with the peer pressure. Okay, stop with your stupid traditions. I am tired of it. I get that tradition is important and you know, because you know, traditions came from wisdom. Yes, wisdom is great, but guess what folks? Wisdom has a tendency to change with the times, aka conventional wisdom, aka what's sensible, aka common sense. Oh wait, common sense, hmm, common ignorance. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so because ISFJs have a tendency of being too lazy to verify their beliefs because they get stuck in their comfort zone in the shadows with their SI hero, that that TE child may or may not verify what's being said. Hmm, why? Well, because if their FE parent is not developed well enough, that child is going to team up with that S-I hero, S-I-T-I, and that S-I-T-I will allow the trickster to come into play and the trickster, because the parent, the parent keeps the trickster away. The parent protects the child from the trickster, but then the trickster ends up coming into play. And then all of a sudden, the ISFJ ends up believing the wrong thing and ends up believing anything. And then after that, guess what? It starts defending it and it becomes a defender of lies. Wait a minute. Hmm. How many times have we had ISFJs in our lives who are defending inaccurate information, inaccurate beliefs, inaccurate labels, okay? I've had that. In fact, you know, and I, and I don't mean to beg on my mother, like uh, she's, she's a great person and she's fantastic, but my mother believed with her TE trickster that I was autistic. Uh, she believed, or that I had Asperger's basically, or, or I was on the spectrum, et cetera which is absolutely false. I've had multiple people, credentialed people, uh, you know, because credentials really matter, right T.E. Trickster? Credentials really matter, doesn't it? Uh Uh-huh. You know, but like, here's the thing. Like, uh, I mean, I I was evaluated just so I could have documented proof uh, according to these, you know, people who claim to be experts uh, out there, air quotes many times, Uh, but like, to say that yes, I am not autistic or have Asperger's. And she maintained this TE trickster belief about me for a long time. Yes, it absolutely hurt and yes, it was very painful, but that's what she did. She uh, she maintained that belief because ISFJs, they need to be believing in something. They need to have something to put their faith in. Here's the problem with ISFJs. If they don't have something to put, in their, put their faith into, well, there's a big faith hole in their hearts and then, Guess what? The jester can come in, enter the jester, in comes the jester. You know, the jester, the ESFP social engineer can come in and fill that belief hole and then all of a sudden that ISFJ is defending lies and all of a sudden is believing the wrong thing and then forcing their family and forcing other people in their life to try to buy into that idea. Because it ends up taking advantage of ENTP subconscious ENTP subconscious ends up taking up a cause that, guess what, the ISFJ TE trickster believes is true, even though that TI child was never forced by FE parent to actually verify, because if FE parent was there, FE parent would realize that that ESFP social engineer may actually not be up to, may actually be lacking in moral fiber with that FE parent being realized, hey, you might be lacking in moral fiber there, maybe I should verify you. And then the child would have verified, realize that what the ESFP was saying was bullshit. But no, we can't do that. No, sir, we cannot. Instead, we need to take what everyone says at face value. This is why I often accuse ISFJs for having their heads in the sand over and over and over because guess what folks, as I say over and over and over again, common sense is common ignorance. Stop it, get some help. So like, seriously, don't, don't, I mean, you know, that's like a Michael Jordan Hi, I'm Michael Jordan. You know, uh, stop it, get some help. Because like, they need help. Like, of course, any type needs help. But this is how the ISFJ needs help. Because here's the problem, folks. They see it as their moral duty. You know, that FI critic duty. Because just like ISF, just like INFJs, ISFJs have, this moral critic where they walk around feeling bad about themselves, feeling unworthy, feeling like they're not honorable enough, like they're not good enough, like they're not noble enough. And because of that, they hold themselves to this impossibly high moral standard that they themselves as ISFJs cannot actually live by. They can't, they cannot live by it. And it continues to be a problem an absolute problem Uh, because guess what? They will take that super high moral standard and force it on other people with FE parent and TI child. And guess what? It will alienate those people. Oh, it's even worse when TE trickster is in play and they're believing the wrong thing. They're believing inaccurate belief systems you know, being part of a cult, for example, right? And pushing those beliefs on other people, especially their own family, their own children. Oh, I just decided to join a cult in middle age and then I'm gonna push these ideas, this belief system on my family or on my children or or my husband or whatever. Yeah, that's gonna really go well for them. And then they alienate everybody and then they realize why they're unwanted. Yeah, ISFJs, that's why. They realize why you're unwanted. Well, that could be a problem. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. You know, hmm, 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 <laughs> Yeah, big issue. But remember, like, so, I mean, this is what happens. This is what, their affiliative folks, their temperament, you know, the guardian temperament, it is affiliative, it's very authoritarian. It's all about doing the right thing and being interdependent. And these types, because of how interdependent they are, they can be easily taken advantage of. And they could end up championing a cause or belief system that's not even true. And they put all of their faith in it only to find out it's a lie. It's kind of like that uh, that movie with Joaquin Phoenix um, uh, by M. Night Shyamalan, uh, the, the Village, all those people put their faith into the belief system of that village and then they ended up committing a lot of atrocities they didn't even realize. This is where the concept of I was just following orders comes from, guys, where you have people being mass murdered on a grand scale with triggers being pulled by ISFJs just following orders because they're not taking the time, because they're motivated by fear, because they they want to be wanted, and they're too afraid, and they're putting their faith in a system or an ideology that's not even real, that doesn't even make sense, okay? And they're happy to pull the trigger. Well, I was just following orders. Yeah, that's really gonna absolve you of all your guilt. That's great, ISFJs, thank you. ISFJs, out of all of the types, you commit the most atrocities under the excuse of I was following orders and you allowed yourself to be social engineered into doing it. Hence why you should be watching this lecture so that you can like, you know, defend yourself against that kind of manipulation. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's like actually useful, you know what I'm saying? Cause it just makes my ESF pain demon just like, Quiver and excitement. <laughs> so, I'm like, you know, maybe you should like, listen to the ESFP demon for a second because the ESFP demon knows exactly which buttons to push, if you know what I'm saying, right? So, you must avoid these things, right? Avoid these things and become a better person, a person who is more integrated, a person who does not follow orders, a person who is willing to stand up for truth, justice, and Should I say the American way? Not really sure. I mean, that's like definitely not a Superman thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not Superman, so I'm not gonna say that. So, don't forget they are the guardians of peace and justice and they end up justifying their beliefs because they are so justice oriented. How many times have I had ISFJs in my life, especially ISFJs in my own family, force me against my will to attend family functions because it was the affiliative right thing to do. Oh, yeah, that's really useful. And they do it in such a systematic way. And guess what? All of the belief systems that they end up defending with their rational uh, TE uh, TE trickster, it's all about a system. Guess what? How many times have I heard ISFJs getting sucked into multi-level marketing schemes, aka uh, pyramid schemes? On a regular basis, because they have a system, right? Or a belief system, like a cult or a church. It's a system, right? Because guess what? ICHJs are very systematic and they will defend the system, right? Or political uh, movements or political ideologies. They're all political systems, okay? It's all about systems with these people, okay? And they're affiliated, and they're very concrete. And because of that, they're also focused on the what is that they are not focused on the what if, and they don't even know the consequences of their actions when they pull the trigger, you know? When they're like, oh, I'm going right. And then all of a sudden like someone like dies and it's like, oh, I was just following orders, right? Or no, I was under the imperious curse. <laughs> Yeah, nice excuse there, ISFJs, yeah. Oh yeah, you're following Lord Voldemort there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I was just under the influence of the Imperial Co- Imperious Course or I don't know, I was just following orders as a Death Eater. Yeah, that's really effective, yes. Like, gotta like throw in some of that Harry Potter stuff in there because I know it triggers a lot of those church-going ISFJs who don't like uh, Harry Potter. Hashtag never tr- not trigger them, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they're, TE tricksters just like following like incorrect belief systems because they won't even take the time to get out of their own comfort zone to verify their own beliefs. And it's so annoying. You know what I'm saying? I like I'm triggered by this. Like, who triggered CSJ? Yeah, ISFJs that do that. That's who did. That's who did. So, guardians of peace and justice, that's what they're supposed to be, but instead they end up becoming like, you know, the defender of lies right after the jester comes in, and then they force other people, because they're the enforcer, they force other people to live this way even against other people's will. And they are so, they can be so imposing, ISFJs can be so imposing on other people because they become the defenders, a pillar within the community to defend the belief system, to defend their way of doing things, to defend the church, to defend the cult, to defend the family, to defend the children, to defend everything. And this is why the, these types are often labeled as the types who get the most defensive, etc. right? It's all about that. Now, let's talk about like, a healthy version of what the ISFJ is supposed to be. They're supposed to be these knights in shining armor. They're supposed to be the noblest of all of the types, the ones who have the most honor, the ones who garner the most respect. They're supposed to be these amazing warrior monks, right? Uh, A warrior monk who, uh, uh, you know, masters martial arts. I actually grew up with an ISFJ. His father taught him uh, martial arts. Uh, and all the time at church, actually, when uh, when all of the uh, what all of the uh, um, the girls were learning dance, uh, he was training his son in martial arts, and it was it was actually pretty exquisite to actually watch um, and watching his ISFJ son uh, mimic his movements. Uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about that ISFJ son uh, th- during this lecture uh, because uh, we're going to be talking about casinos in a second, but. ISFJ, like INFJs, ISFJs can actually be corrupted. And they can be corrupted as a result of taking advantage of their fear. Whereas an INFJ is more corrupted as a result of taking advantage of their vanity in a lot of cases. But for ISFJs, it's all about their fear and capitalizing on their fear because it is through fear that they can be ruled in as much as faith can as well. And sometimes their faith and fear, there's some, it gets so clouded that you can't really tell the difference between the two, between their virtue and vice. Don't forget the virtue and vice. If you don't know what virtue and vice is, watch season seven playlist on this YouTube channel to understand the virtue and vice of every single type. It is very important. The virtue and vice of the ISFJ is faith versus fear. Very, very important, right? So uh, in comes the jester, and then we have our scenario. And today's scenario, uh, which we're gonna be talking about, and don't forget, like, we already went through like the temperaments, right? So the guardian temperament, systematic, affiliative, um, and concrete. And then we also went through the interaction style, which is background, which is informative, responding, uh, control. So following on the type grid, that means they are the ISFJ type, the uh, background's uh, guardian, basically, the knight in shining armor. You know, Robin of Loxley, right? The crusader. They're supposed to be this holy crusader, right? This uh, this just this this just crusader. Someone who's focused on justice and fairness and being noble and powerful. Someone who is the embodiment of strength itself. You know, like Sir Jorah Mormont, uh, who was an ISFJ in in, uh, Game of Thrones, right? He's uh, definitely an ISFJ archetype and uh, a great example of a knight, right? A loyal knight uh, for his lady. A lady whom he loves, even though it's love that's unrequited, for example, right? that is surgery that is the isfj that is an example of a healthy isfj right um, but then you know things kind of fall apart and there's actually a book called things fall apart yeah you should probably check that out oh, i was just following orders or you could also check out that book heart of darkness you know colonel kurtz Hmm. wonder if he was an isfj hmm Hmm. i wonder how that works yeah i was just following orders okay yeah i was like seriously it's a it's a problem so um, But before we get into all that, don't forget cognitive synchronicity. Cognitive synchronicity theory is the main premise for how uh, the main blueprint or foundation for the science that we utilize in determining how types are social engineered. If you don't know what cognitive synchronicity is, watch season five playlist here on the YouTube channel so you can learn about cognitive synchronicity. I also recommend you watch uh, season one, and I think it's like episodes 10 through like 16 or something like that where he talks about cognitive spectra, Uh, it's interesting how some of the least viewed lectures on uh, this YouTube channel, are the most valuable lectures of them all, I highly recommend this audience actually, uh, you know, invest some time there, that would be nice. Seriously, invest some time in that area and you might actually get somewhere. Um, It's it's really, really important. Uh, But yes, um, but like if you're going to use if we're going to use an example, um, you know, cognitive synchronicity, you know, The extroverted extroverted functions are trying to consume the introverted uh, functions, because the introverted functions are sources, whereas extroverted functions are seeking out the source. And because they're close together, directly across the spectrum, they have highest compatibility, which means they're able to read each other like a book. In this case, the social engineer would be an ESFP, and it's able to read the ISFJ like a book. And if you emulate ESFP or ESFP behavior, you can social engineer an ISFJ such that you can actually bend them to your will. And that's what so many people do all the time, and it is so annoying. And if we done it can be done on a collective level or if we done it can be done on an individual level. It doesn't matter. ISFJs are weak to social engineering as much as all of us are weak to social engineering. I remember after I released my social engineering lecture on how to social engineer ENTPs, so many people attempted to social engineer me after releasing that information. It's just absolutely insane, what I've had to deal with as a result, but luckily I have people in my life who are able to hold me accountable and watch out for me and also prevent people from social engineering me on a regular basis, which is really fantastic to have those people. So thank you all uh, out there, you know who you are and uh, I'm very thankful and happy that you're in my life. Um, but yes, uh, cognitive synchronicity theory, it's it's all about, you know, you're able to social engineer because cognitive function wise, it goes down in this direction. So. And then for this particular scenario, we're gonna talk about the ESFP. Now, I noticed um, the same kid who was trained in martial arts by his father at church growing up. Uh, he ended up uh, marrying a family member of mine, ended up divorcing that uh, a family member of mine, and then ended up marrying somebody else in the process. And guess what? He married an ESFP. And this was an ESFP he knew in high school, uh, uh, the same high school I went to. Uh, and this ESFP, uh, you know, party girl, like uh, most ESFPs, I'm sure. And uh, this particular ESFP, um, like over time, you know, this ISFJ uh, friend of mine ended up changing. He ended up changing. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, you would never see him at bars. You would never see him. You would never see him at, at casinos. You would never see him gambling. And then eventually he went in that direction and he helped himself to a lot of alcohol and, and uh, got involved in some gambling and whatnot and uh, and it was as a result of as a result of her and uh, you know in comes the jester in comes the ESFP uh, uh, you know so so for the for the sake of this scenario we're going to look at how you know an ESFP would convince the most noblest of the nobles the most the the most uh, honorable of knights to really turn themselves into like you know a total jackass basically and uh, you know because that's the thing. As soon as that ISFJ lets go of their SI hero discipline, they become that ESFP shadow and that can just turn into this insane, you know, this insane stint of debauchery that just can never be that SI hero. Just And then they ends up getting used to debauchery. And then that, it becomes a habit of debauchery. And then it just continues and continues and continues. till all of a sudden the ISFJ has nothing left, no reputation, no money, uh no uh no dignity everything has been taken away from him and it's all because of the influence of an esfp social engineer and another example of uh, another scenario of esfp social engineering is also to social engineer an isfj into buying into uh, a belief system or buying into a system of some kind and then enforcing that system on other people right there's tons of examples about that throughout history more simply and nowadays i would say multi-level marketing schemes or churches or cults, definitely different ways of looking at it, uh, for sure. But if we're gonna look at examples in history and lore of the past, Robin of Loxley, Robin of Loxley, you know, ISFJ, uh, very noble uh, crusader, uh, fought in the crusades, right? But then he came back, he uh, d- he saw what uh, Prince John and the Sheriff of Nottingham were doing to the people. And then he came up with the, rob the rich, uh, feed the poor uh, approach. And then he went and aspired into his ENTP subconscious and became Robin Hood the rogue, basically because the ENTP is the rogue archetype. And uh, he became Robin Hood. And he was very just as a result of, uh, of uh, what he did as Robin Hood, uh, Robin of Loxley and uh, Robin Hood, uh, you know, as the ENTP subconscious, you know, that's an example of what an ISFJ could be or what an ISFJ should do, instead of being that person with their head in the sand who's just following orders and then pulling triggers on innocent people, right? That's how bad ISFJs can get. I talk about how the INFJ can like be super mega corrupt uh, and whatnot, but this is the form of corruption for the ISFJ. I was just following orders. How can they allow them to do something? Are they human? Like ISFJ, seriously, are you guys human? You can't do that. Your FI critic is supposed to hold you to this higher moral standard. And I get that you can't even keep your own super high moral standard, but you're supposed to try, guys. You're supposed to try. Where is your guilt? Why aren't you guys feeling guilt every time you pull the trigger and you're harming innocent people? Where's your sense of justice? It's supposed to be there, right? Oh, but you're just going to listen to the ESFP social engineer and social engineer you and obligate you into doing things that you would have never have done your entire life. Really? Wow, that's effective. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even do that. Like it's, it's so, it's so, it's like not, not, not ideal. So in this scenario, um, we're gonna talk about, uh, you know, the ESFP coming into contact with the ISFJ. And the ESFP is basically going to introduce the ISFJ to a good time because the ESFP is ultimately trying to sell something to the ISFJ. And what is the ESFP trying to sell? Well, the ESFP could sell them church. It could sell them a belief system. It could sell them, you know, something that put their faith in it could be a multi-level marketing scheme, right? So let's talk about multi-level marketing schemes, shall we? Now I'm sure there's plenty of people in this audience who are who participate in multi-level marketing. Actually, one of my one of my uh, former ENFP mentors is really big into Advocare, and he's been doing Advocare for so many years and whatnot. And they really love Advocare; they definitely buy into the Advocare system because again, it's a system. And I've seen many ISFJs get involved in that system and whatnot. And some of them have been very successful and some of them have not. But personally, I don't like multi-level marketing schemes. I think actual true entrepreneurship is something different. Uh, as defined by Gary Vaynerchuk in his book, Crush It. And if you haven't read Crush It and you're an entrepreneur, what are you doing? Like seriously, go, go, go read that. And actually no, listen to it on Audible because uh, he actually is narrating it and he adds in a whole bunch of extra content in it instead of actually like, you know, Uh, following the script of the book, which is pretty cool. Uh, But, uh, so in comes the ESFP. And the ESFP, they're, they're all about, you know, giving off the best possible experience. And they know that the ISFJ, you know, because, hey, that vice of fear can pop out any moment, that could be a problem. So, hey, I need to make sure that I'm giving the ISFJ as good of experience as possible, and making them as comfortable as possible. And it's all about being attentive to them and serving them, and being as attentive as possible. Because the ISFJ is busy serving everyone else, doing their duty all the time. But when the ESFP comes in, it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna service you too. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna serve you too. And the ISFJ is like, hmm, this is a little bit interesting. You know, something that the uh, ESFP can pull off. Don't forget, like in a social, in a social engineering situation you gotta watch out for the uh, pessimistic functions. So let's see here, let's use a, uh, let's get some marker going here. So don't forget, the hero is optimistic, and then the parent is pessimistic. And then uh, same thing with the, uh, and then we'll get these ones here. So because, these these functions are very important. You can also understand that there's also cognitive orbit. So you have cognitive axis right here, so you have SI is connected to NE, FI is connected to TI, and then you have SE connected to NI, and FI connected to TE, and that is known as cognitive orbit. But beyond that, or uh, cognitive axis, excuse me, beyond that, you also have cognitive orbit, where you end up having your SE connected to your SI. Then your Fe connected to Fi, Ti connected to Te, and Ne connected to Ti. And that is known as cognitive orbit, right? And what this allows is that the human soul is moving around like protons, electrons, around a nucleus, etc., and it's basically like an atom. It behaves very similarly. When you're social engineering somebody, you need to be understanding of how these patterns Uh, energies and patterns within psychological type by Dr. John Beebe, you should probably read that. Definitely read that. Uh, It talks about uh, cognitive functions in the most uh, amazing way. Uh, But how this works is is that you know that the optimistic function of the hero is connected to the inferior function, which is pessimistic, or the pessimistic function of the parents connected to the child. So when you're social engineering someone, you need to be aware of that uh, because their pessimistic, their pessimistic functions, their parent function and their inferior function are when an inferior function is where a person's fear exists, Uh, a parent's function is where a person's uh, uh, responsibility exists, those things can get in the way and if you're trying to manipulate somebody or social engineer them into doing something for you or behaving a certain way or adopting a belief system in this case is what we're trying to do to this ISFJ, that is our goal, we're trying to get them to adopt a belief system. Adopt, Wow, it helps if I could actually spell. Adopt a belief system. That is the goal. So if you wanna get your ISFJ to adopt a belief system, you gotta get past the ferrant function, you gotta get past the inferior function, right? So as an ESFP, how do you get past the inferior function? Well, you make the SI hero as comfortable as possible, and then that automatically takes their fear away. Because it's like, okay, well, what's this guy's intentions? Oh. He's just someone who is very comfortable. Now remember, this could take a lot of time. As I hero, it's all about self-discipline. It's, it's like a rock. It takes a long time. It weathers all the storm. ISFJs can endure so much pain and suffering over time to the point where they end up getting used to pain and suffering, to the point where they actually expect pain and suffering in life. And if there isn't pain and suffering happening in their life, they're like, well, what's wrong? Because they end up having normalcy bias towards pain and suffering, right? So the SE hero or the emulated SE hero may have to spend a lot of time around the ISFJ to make the ISFJ comfortable with them, comfortable with them enough so that the ESFP is willing to impose their, or is able to impose their will upon their will through their NI inferior, upon the NE inferior, so the NE inferior will capitulate, so that the NE inferior will no longer be afraid, and then the SI hero will start putting faith into the ESFP social engineer. That's how it works, right? Let's go further. The parent function, how do you get past the parent function? Well, you have to make the, TE, the TI child happy because the parent, if it recognizes that, hey, this person is treating my child function very well, uh, then there's nothing I need to do. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to get involved. Okay, this person's not abusing my child function. Great, I'm, I'm the parent. I'm here to protect the children. Oh, the, char- the, children, the child is being handled properly. Great, I don't have to worry about that. The parent steps out, right? And that's absolutely fantastic to be able to have that opportunity to step out of that situation, right? And, all, and then that gets the parent because once the child is happy, then the parent is happy. You know, and if the hero is happy, then the inferior is happy. And also vice versa, if, the, if there is no fear, if all the fear has been taken away, then the hero function is happy. If, if, there is, if, it, if this is the responsible decision, if, or if it appears it's a responsible decision, then the child function is happy. And then all of a sudden the social engineering attack is complete. Cognitive orbit speaking, you gotta watch out for the nemesis function because that's where a person's worry exists. And the ISFJ is worried about the physical environment. They're worried about the physics. They're worried about, okay, am I gonna look good enough for this? Uh, am I gonna be presentable enough for this? Uh, is this gonna be presentable enough to other people? And they're worried that they're gonna be giving other people a bad experience as a result of adopting this belief system, et cetera, right? That could be an issue. So what do you do? What, how, do they, how do they cope with that? Well, you know, you have to make sure that, uh, you know, they understand that they're wanted so that the any demon doesn't come out. Uh, and then because of that, then the, SI, the SE nemesis isn't there because again, if they're wanted, if they understand that they will be giving people a good experience and then it takes the worry away, right? And you don't have to worry about the nemesis function. Critic function, you just have to tell them how moral it is to go in this way of decision-making. You don't have to worry about the, the trickster function. And again, the demon function won't come out as long as the inferior function is happy. And if you screw over the inferior function, well, out comes the demon and then you're basically screwed because the inferior function is cognitive orbiting the demon function. If you hit the inferior in the wrong way, then the demon will come out. Be careful. Also, if you hit any of these functions the wrong way, their orbits will come out instead and you will be meeting with their orbit, right? If you hit the hero the wrong way, the nemesis is gonna come out because the nemesis is going to ally with the hero and take you down. That's not what you want. It's better for you them, for you as a social engineer to have a person's hero at odds with their nemesis because it keeps them busy internally instead of having to deal with their hero function and their nemesis function simultaneously teaming up to take you down, because that's what the nemesis function does. It becomes the ally instead of the nemesis. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. If you wanna learn more about that, you should probably watch season 16 playlist and go to season 16 episode five to learn about the nemesis function, because that's what it is for. So anyway, uh, so that's basically the process that you follow for social engineering and ISFJ. But let's look at how uh, an example of adopting a belief system, like uh, a multi-level marketing scheme of some kind, like Advocare or, uh, or Amway or Five Links or, or, or gosh, is it ACN? I, I have no idea how many different uh, uh, multi-level marketing schemes are out there, but there's a bunch of them, right? We know they're there, they're there there's a bunch. And in order to get this ISFJ to adopt this belief system of an MLM, well, you gotta have a really fancy uh, presentation, fancy schmancy, if you know what I'm saying. There's nothing fancier than an ESFP or emulated ESFP because they're all about the fancy. Because the ESFP shows up dressed up, looking real good, you know, nice and professional because of TE child. Everything's proper, all the, all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. They're, are, they're, they're very, um, they're very uh, comforting. They're very moral appearing because they're a very moral person. They're so wanty because they're ni inferior it Makes the ISFJ feel wanted because ISFJ wants to be chosen. Cause that's the thing about the ISFJ folks. The ISFJ wants to be chosen. Chosen for the cause. Chosen for, um, for the, 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 the crusade basically. And this ESFP is gonna go tell the ISFJ, hey, there's a crusade. There's a crusade to make a lot of money. If you join this multi-level marketing agency and you can help other people. You too, FE Parent, can help other people make a lot of money too. And then because of that, your ENTP subconscious is robbing who would come out and you're basically robbing from the rich and then giving to the poor. You're helping all the poor people out there through entrepreneurship to help them build their business and make a lot of money and they can have better lives all because of you, all because of you, SI Hero, and it is your duty to do this, right? Huh? Yeah, that's literally what happens. ESFP comes in, brings in a provides a really good show, has has numbers, statistics, data that backs up their arguments, even though a lot of it's not really verifiable, let's be honest. And it just puts the ISFJ into a lull. Almost as if it's under a spell to a point. And they're just in a lull. And then they become super comfortable. Then then they then they lose their fear and they start putting faith in this ESFP. And the TI child doesn't even verify. Doesn't even verify. And then all of a sudden that TE trickster comes out and it starts adopting the belief system. And then all of a sudden the ISFJ is, okay, hey, where can I sign up to join your multi-level marketing scheme? See what I'm having? And then it propagates from there. Then that FE parent, they go to all of their family, their friends, their church, and start talking about their multi-level marketing scheme, thinking that they're doing a noble cause and helping people when in reality, the situation is they're actually alienating people. Wow. And then it destroys their reputation. Not that they care that much about their reputation because they have TE uh, trickster. Uh, And then uh, they wonder why no one wants to invite them to anything, why they're unwanted. And it ends up creating the situation they're trying to avoid through a self-fulfilling prophecy. This is the same thing that happened to my friend at church growing up, my ISFJ friend, because after he got married to that ESFP, who was all about instant gratification, he ended up adopting some of her bad habits because ISFJs are habitual. And over time, the SI hero can be comfortable with other people's bad habits and they can adopt bad habits. And those bad habits will be adopted by the ISFJ. And then he ended up becoming someone, he ended up becoming a drunk, basically, a drunk gambler. And he would have never have done that before. And He's a very noble person, but because of her need for instant gratification all the time, well, he started developing those bad habits and behaving poorly and he ended up taking on those bad habits through her as hero, right? And all of a sudden he's going to casinos all the time, right? And I've had ISFJs close to me in my life, adopt belief systems through church or MLMs or whatever and alienate themselves and any other people, such that people would not, would not even want them. And guess what, folks? The ISFJ wants to be wanted. It's their most important thing. The Most important gateway into an ISFJ's heart is to show desire for them to want them. So this ESFP social engineer manipulator comes and says, you're wanted for this noble cause of my belief system, take it up and you could help other people. And then they're sold on it and then they take it and then they enforce it on other people. And then they end up becoming a defender of lies all because their T.I. child is caught in a lull and that T.E. trickster believes anything and they put their faith so far into it, they can't not put their faith into it anymore because that would require them to verify their own belief system, but they're not going to do that because hashtag pride, you know, T.I. child pride, because even ISFJs can get cocky like INFJs, right? Wow, that's really helpful. And then they start enforcing it and forcing it on other people and justifying their beliefs, even though that's like not actually spelled right, but we're not going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But uh, they end up defending those lies and enforcing those lies on other people. It's no wonder you get ISFJs out there who are like, Oh, I was just following orders. Oh, I don't make the rules. ISFJs, you are supposed to be the defenders of truth, not the defenders of lies. How many times in your life have you defended incorrect information, okay? You don't wanna get social engineered by the ESFP or the emulated ESFP? You wanna find yourself going to casinos and getting bad habits? and then destroying your life because of bad habits. Habits that are extremely hard to break in SI hero because SI hero habits are very hard to let go of compared to like my SI inferior habits. I can change habits all the time, thank God for that. But not ISFJs, oh man, super habitual. Their routine is everything. Their habits are everything. Great, hard to break those, right? They get so stuck in their comfort zone. But then all of a sudden going to casinos and gambling all their money away and being drunks ends up becoming their routine, ends up becoming their way of doing things, ends up becoming habitual, right? All because they were social engineered, all because they adopted the wrong belief system, all because they adopted the wrong habits, all because they didn't take the time to verify. Because their parent function is not willing to look at the fact that this ESFP social engineer may not be the most noble or the most moral person they've ever met. And why isn't that FE parent questioning the morality of the social engineer in front of them? And then because they're questioning their morality, their TI child activates and starts verifying everything in order to protect the ISFJ's own mind from being social engineered. ISFJs, you know, typically you'd think they're some of the most hardest types to social engineer. I'm sorry to say this folks, They're the easiest, one of the most easy of them all to social engineer, extremely easy. Because all you have to do when you emulate the ESFP is get them to take on bad habits or get them to adopt a belief system that they put their faith into. Because ISFJs have this problem where they need to have something, something to put something to believe in, something to put their faith into. And that's why ISFJs end up becoming culture carriers of fads over and over and over. There's nothing more fad-like than an ISFJ. They're all about fads. And as much as ESFPs are all about fads, but ESFPs move between fads and use fads like a system to get what they want for their instant gratification. ISFJs, they become fads. They become the embodiment or the fad incarnate. See, that's the problem, folks. TI child, TI child. ISFJs, you need to trust what people say, but always verify just in case. Always verify. Why are you not afraid of the consequences with your any inferior? I get that you're afraid. I get that you have that vice, but that vice is still useful. Everyone's vice is still useful. My vice is insincerity, but my insincerity protects me. Your fear is your vice, but that vice protects you. Use your fear wisely. Use it properly, folks. Life is not about what is good or bad. Life is not about what is true or false. Life is about what is wise and what is not, okay? And remember, sometimes, you might be afraid for the right reason. Verify just in case, use that TI child to cut through the crap and find out what is actually true, find out what is actually false, so you are making the right decision. Otherwise, you're going to adopt the wrong belief system. How many dictators have we had in this world with soldiers who are ISFJs, because soldiers are typically ISFJs, let's be honest, SJs are typically soldiers and especially ISFJs, who had ISFJ soldiers who, on a whim, told their ISFJ soldier to pull the trigger on somebody. Here's a great example from popular culture. Season two of The Punisher on Netflix. The Punisher is an ISFJ, okay? So The Punisher portrayed within uh, the Netflix uh, series, The Punisher, there's two seasons. uh, And in season two, guess what, that was, uh, you know, uh, he was an ISFJ and, you know, on orders, uh, doing like some, some special ops thing, the Punisher, before he became the Punisher, on orders went over and put a bullet in that guy's head, okay? And he was just following orders, right? Even though he knew deep down it was morally wrong because he did not take the time to verify the identity of the man he killed. He did not take time to realize that he killed an innocent man and it plagues him throughout all of season two, basically during the story, okay? That's what happens to ISFJs, folks. How many dictators out there had loyal, taking advantage of loyal ISFJs who adopted their bullshit belief system and adopted their bullshit habits And then to the point where they could tell the ISFJ, kill that man and the ISFJ would do it without question. And then when they lost the war finally and the good guys win, etc., then all of a sudden they end up on trial and they just say, I was just following orders. How many times have we seen that throughout history? That's because ISFJs don't pull their heads out of the sand and verify. They need to verify. Please verify, please. Because if you don't verify, I'd really hate to be the victim, your victim, when I'm on my knees in front of you and you got a gun to my head and you pull the trigger and then you say later, oh, I was just following orders. I was just told to shoot C.S. Joseph. I was just following orders. How about you grow up? Maybe you realize it's your duty to stand up to authority for once and put your life on the line and your reputation on the line for once, ISFJs. Because the social engineer is going to come in and going to get you to commit atrocities on their behalf and you don't even know what's happening. And your excuse at the end of it is, I was just following orders. Really? Really? Can you really live life like that? Is that really what you're all about? Where's your faith? You know, the Marine Corps, their motto, Semper Fidelis, that means always faithful. I'm letting you know, if you're out there saying, I was just following orders, that's not faith. That's not faith. It's just like all you ISFJ Christians out there who for some reason believe the sinner's prayer is actually a thing. The sinner's prayer is this thing where people believe that they pray this this particular prayer that they're automatically saved and they're automatically getting to go to heaven because they said the words, right? It's called accepting Jesus into your heart. And they believe that the sinner's prayer actually means guaranteed that they're going to heaven. Let me tell you something, folks, that is not faith. That is faithless. It is faithless because if you can just follow a system and follow these rules, Oh, that me, and you do all these things exactly as this and you get yours. That's not faith. That's a transaction. That's a business transaction. That's not faith at all, okay? Where is your faith, ISFJs? Where is it? Semper Fidelis, right? Always faithful, right? Are you? Do you have enough faith in what you believe in that you're willing to put your life on the line for it? How about having faith in the truth? You know, Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." Wait a minute. If Jesus said that He was the way, the truth, the life, one of those is the truth. And if Jesus said He was the truth, why aren't we listening to Him and instead of listening to constructs like the Catholic Church or any church telling us how to, uh, you know, uh, hey, why don't you adopt our belief system? Okay, yeah. And those same churches tell us about the sinner's prayer, which is basically an act of faithlessness instead of actual faith, right? Let me tell you something about. Judgment day. If I stand, you know, ISFJs, and I'm talking to you right now, especially all you ISFJ Christians out there, if I stand before the Son of God and I'm just like, mm, you know, and I'm being judged and he decides to throw me into the fire, so be it. Because guess what? He is the way, the truth, and life. He is the truth. I cannot disagree with the truth. I would actually agree with his judgment of tossing me into the fire, for example. You see what I'm saying, folks? Where is your faith? Are you willing? to be faithful to the right thing? Are you willing when your commanding officer tells you to put a bullet in the head of an innocent man, are you willing to turn around and tell your commanding officer no? Are you willing to potentially see the corruption in your commanding officer and instead of putting the bullet in the innocent man's head, you put the bullet into the corrupt officer's head and then sacrifice your life in the process? Are you willing to do that? Are you faithful enough for that? Why aren't you doing your duty? Where is your faith, ISFJs? See, ISFJs, it is your duty to verify everything. It is your duty to verify so that you make sure that you are putting your faith in the right things. And instead of being the enforcer or the defender of lies, you are the enforcer of truth, what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be enforcing truth and being an example of faith to the rest of humanity and being actually just for once and keeping everything fair based on what is true or false, not Lies, stop adopting the wrong belief systems. Stop perpetuating lies. Stop allowing these people from social engineering you into committing these atrocities. Stop adopting their bullshit belief systems. Stop adopting horrible habits that lead you down the road of debauchery, okay? Stop it and sensual pleasures, okay? Like what causes fights and quarrels among you? Do they not come from desires that do battle within you, right? That you get what you spend in your own pleasures, right? Stop doing this, okay? The social engineer is there. The social engineer will have no power over you. See, here's the problem. If you allow the social engineer to have power over you, and because you enforce your belief system on other people because you end up becoming a defender of lies instead of a defender of truth, you are harming so many other people and you are perpetuating the problem in the world that you are trying to avoid. That makes you ISFJs hypocrites. That makes you people responsible for the world getting worse because you aren't willing to stand up for the truth because you aren't willing to put your life on the line, because you aren't willing to get over your fear and have faith. It is written, if a righteous man falls, he, and he will fall. A righteous man will fall seven times, but he always rises again. Whereas a wicked man, when he falls, he stumbles and he stays down, okay? Where are you, ISFJs? Where's your faith? Where is it? Because without faith, you're not gonna verify. And if you don't verify, well, you're contributing to the problem that you're trying to avoid, and it is a self-fulfilling prophecy, and it's your fault. Wow. What a waste, ISFJs. What a waste. And CS now saying he's always so hard on ISFJs so much, you know. He's obviously really biased, really biased towards ISFJs. You're damn right I am. I have been under the finger of ISFJs my whole life. Yes, they're my polar opposite. Yes, I'm very critical, but who's got the guts to be critical to the nurturing, faithful ISFJs, icons of of church health? (coughs) Icons of faith, always leading prayer, you know, when they're nothing more than clanging cymbals, right? They're nothing more than resounding gongs. There's no value in what they say because they are faithless. Oh, but I was just following orders or oh, I was reading out of this ritual or oh, I was participating in the liturgy. Oh, I was I just did communion. What value are those rituals, huh? What value are they? Why is it that Jesus was challenging all of those rituals? Okay? And again, guys, I'm not selling you on Christianity. I'm not selling you on church. I'm not selling you on the Bible. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm trying to talk about actual principles here. Okay, because like, you know, Jesus didn't lie to anyone, but for some reason, all, the, all those ISFJs who are participating in those social uh, religious constructs are making claims about what Jesus said, and that's lies and not actually truth. That's a problem, you know, for like the rest of our world. Anyway, the bottom line is, folks, don't allow yourselves to get social engineered by emulated ESFP, because if you don't, you're gonna adopt their belief systems. You're gonna have horrible habits. You're gonna end up causing harm to everyone close to you because the ISFJ gets so integrated to their families, to their friends, to their churches, to their communities. They get so integrated that become they become pillars that are holding up the roof and whatever they're involved in and When guess what? If they're the defender of lies, if they're the bulwark of lies or the stalwart of lies or the knight of lies, and there's no truth, it's just like having your house built upon the sand and when the rains come up, pop, there goes the house. How about having your house built on the solid bedrock foundation of truth so that you can always have your faith in the right place? because you'll end up having conflicting loyalties because you have conflicting belief systems. And then all of a sudden you're gonna be telling everyone, hey, I was just following orders. How pathetic. Don't be that guy. Rise above yourself, have faith. Because if you have faith, anything is possible. Even you know a miracle, How many times have you exercised faith in your life for real and you've had a miracle happen? You know, such that when you have that man on his knees looking up at you and you know he's innocent and you're being told to put a bullet in his head. What if, what if a miracle will happen when you turn around to your corrupt commanding officer and put a bullet in his head instead? Maybe, maybe a miracle would happen because you exercise your faith and maybe you yourself would be spared too, but you gotta be willing to put your life on the line. You really gotta be willing. You have to stand up for truth. You have to stand up for the right thing because aren't you affiliative folks? Aren't you supposed to be doing the right thing? Do the right thing. Seriously, do the right thing. Have faith, trust what they say, but verify. And that way you'll be immune to social engineering and manipulation. Because if you don't, well, you're gonna take down everyone else with you. So if you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. Leave a like while you're at it and a comment if you have questions about ISFJs. Also hit the little bell so you get the little notification things. If you would like to financially contribute uh, to the channel, please go to patreon.com forward slash CSJoseph. Understand folks that I don't make any money doing this. I spend a lot of time, an insane amount of time. I haven't gotten a single penny uh, since starting this uh, organization uh, over a year ago. And I got a lot of, uh, I have a bunch of uh, employees that work for me and uh, I I, I feed them and I pay them, but I don't make anything. And please help keep the lights on. We really need the lights on. So you can do that by becoming a Patreon subscriber, specifically a gold subscriber. So you can get access to like private lectures and private content, which is the dopest. But understand that these things are necessary and very helpful and needed. So I would really appreciate the assistance uh, financially if you can, to help keep the lights on and hopefully like, we can get another light up there so my lighting's even better. Uh, also, uh, if you want to join us on our meetup group, uh, uh, you go to csjoseph forward, csjoseph.life forward slash social, click on meetup, you can get on our meetup group. Uh, it's in the Bay Area, uh, Sacramento uh, area as well, and we're going to be expanding that. Uh, if you want to get on our Discord server to make sure that your questions are being answered by Q&A sessions, uh, csjoseph.life forward slash social, click on Discord, and you're good to go. Uh, Also follow us on Instagram, please. And also like us and follow us on Facebook and join our Facebook group too. That would also be the dopest. So anyway, folks, I got plenty more content to film today. So with all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.